Here's the other thing. As parents, here's what I know. You are as happy as your least happiest child. <laughs> so, you know. I love that. Welcome to the Ed Epley Experience. 20 minutes that simplifies the complex job of managing and leading people and inspires you to take action on what you probably already know to build and sustain a smart and healthy business. Here's your host, Ed Epley, to introduce this week's guest and business leader. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Epley Experience, the podcast designed to help you get ideas, concepts, and things that you could be applying in your own business to make them more successful and sustainable and profitable. This is one of several podcasts I'm going to do about energy and the fact that your job ideally should be a source of energy to you. Our guest today has been with us before. He's tremendously successful at what he's been doing and the company he's been running. They've been growing and growing profitably above the market and I admire him because he's he's constantly pushing without you feel like you're being pushed. And I love that about him. I, I watch him do that on the board of which we're a part. And that's why I wanted to have his thoughts and ideas to share with you. He's Rob Conley. He's the CEO of Henny Penny Company uh, based in Eaton, Ohio. Rob, welcome to the Epley Experience once more. It's good to have you here. Thanks, Ed. I, I enjoy being with you. It's, uh, I get a lot of energy from that. and. Look forward to chatting. Well, I I wonder what your premise is about the idea that someone's job should be a source of energy for them, especially as we were talking before we got started, that you just came from an hour and a half meeting that was (laughs) something that might have been taking energy from you. What's your feeling about the premise, at at least that, that people should try to have jobs or do their jobs in ways that give them energy? Any thoughts about that? Yeah, I... I mean, I come from basically the the thought that energy and your energy is critical to yourself and that you need to be doing things that provide energy for you. Um, whether or not your company is giving you that energy is really your kind of call to 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 deal with. But I would say it starts with, I think you are best when you get energy and and you need to be mindful of that and whether it be at work or at home or anything where you have because uh, you have the normal flows of energy but you need to be aware of that you need to and when your energy is down you know that you're in an unsustainable place and so i'm always looking at energy and and where is someone's energy where is my energy where are my direct reports energy and i think it's a critical thing to look at and understand you and I, if, if the audience could see us, they would recognize that we are not spring chickens. Um, <laughs> and and so we are of that boomer generation. And I believe that when I started out, there was no conversation ever in my work career in the early years about that the job was supposed to give you energy, uh, that you were, if you were a manager, your job was to give others energy. That was... You were, fo- you were fortunate to have a job, let alone the idea that the job would give you energy. Um, so when did you come to the realization that energy mattered? Because my guess is you were, you were not unlike me when you started in your career. Or maybe you, maybe you always knew that, because I surely did. 
Uh, no, I would say, you know, and first of all, I'm, I'm like, um, still in denial about not being a spring chicken. So, um, (laughs) know that, but, uh, I, I think it's kind of just an evolution of, of thinking about organizations and behavior and, and what makes success and what, what's high performance. And to me, that's when you kind of step back and you see it's hard to perform at a high level if you don't have energy or whatever you want to call it that would be passion and it creates a momentum about it and so i think it's more just how people started thinking about it where you know i can kind of just make you do stuff but if you really want to get some momentum beyond just making you do something that's where you get into energy and passion and and helping people do that and so i i think it's probably just a natural evolution of of what might be an effective way to do more do better and and recognizing the role of energy in that i yeah i suspect that organizations in an effort to try to get everybody to do their best have have you know, there's been a tremendous amount of research about the importance of purpose to enlist people's discretionary effort to give you more than they have to give you on a day to day in terms of their effort and, and concern about the business. Uh, I think because the last 30 years of my career, 25, I guess, I've been basically a, a sole proprietor or a part of a very small organization at, at the most. I I think that because I wasn't so worried about trying to energize others, I just came to the realization that how critical it was for me that I I spent time doing things that made me feel good and gave me energy versus the time that I was forced to spend doing things that took it from me. And as I started to be closer to the end of my career, rather than the the beginning of it, I, I had this realization. I don't remember exactly when it was, but it was like, well, gee, me Christmas, if my time here to do this has a, a as a finite resource, then I want to spend as much of it doing the stuff that I love doing and spend as little of it as I can doing the stuff I don't. And and so that's kind of pushed me into having conversations with the CEOs with whom I do work about how much of their job gives them energy and what parts don't and what are they going to do about it? And not that not that we can eliminate it, but how do you manage it? So I'm wondering what you do to manage the stuff that you have to deal with that that takes energy from you. What's what's your thoughts about that? Well, I think for each of us, there is this, uh, and I think it, uh, that that we have to kind of understand what what creates energy for us and what doesn't. And in some ways, it's kind of being in the right seat, doing the right things. Because you know what what gives you energy might be not what gives me energy. And right. and I think what what. I am trying to do with like my team is first of all, understand where are they with their energy? How is it? And, and it could be, you know, one, just a recognition of like, where are they with that for, to help them with it. And, and it might be something that's happening at work. It might be something that's happening with home. It might be uh, whatever it be, but trying to be aware and and help people and and sometimes people are in the place where they're the expectation of what they're to do is not what they get energy from and then it's a matter mm-hmm. of like well how do we get you into the right place doing the right yep. things because again it's not it's not good or bad 
it's just the reality. It's almost like if I was, if I was, you know, like, what's your favorite food? You know, you might say steak and somebody else says seafood. Well, neither are wrong, <laughs> but correct. You, you need to make sure it's consistent with what is going on. So to me, um, how do you get the folks that their energy is aligned with what they're to do and then bring together a group of people that have different reasons why energy supports them. And then how do you make that sustainable? Yeah. Have you ever had a job where you realized that what the job required was predominantly a place where you didn't get energy? Did you ever, were you ever in that square peg in that round hole? Yeah. Um, I was at a company and I had elected to stay in the community. I, there was a promotion opportunity to move. Uh, I did not want to move out of the community. I was very involved in the community and I made a choice. Uh, the company was very good, but for a number of years, I was kind of in a place where they were good, but I was in not a very intellectually challenging place and wasn't deriving a huge amount of energy from that. But I, I was still focused on doing a good job and um, but what I ended up doing was um, I started getting involved in nonprofits in the community and I really got energy out of helping an organization trying to figure out, like, what are you trying to do and how might yeah. by putting a plan together do it more effectively? And so I supplemented and created energy from the nonprofit world while I was kind of in a, a place where I wasn't getting a huge amount of energy from the job. You found a way to scratch the itch. Yeah. And I, and to me, that's the biggest lesson. Like we need to take the responsibility of understanding and creating the energy for ourselves. And, and that's, that's what's critical and you need to go find it. And it's, it's the same thing where if you're at a job where let's say separate of energy, you're just in a place where you are not, you, you are not feeling appreciated, valued, you're not growing or whatever. You need to go. You need to leave. You need to take responsibility because by the way, probably nobody around you is very happy either. And you can say, hey, the company needs to make me happy or they need to give me energy. But in the end, I think it's the recognition that life is too short. If you're at a place where you are not thriving, uh, you need to make a plan to get out and not just be there. And, and I realize there are times when it might take some effort and some time and whatever, but you need to prioritize getting yourself into a place where you can thrive. And, and in the same way in thriving to me, a critical part of that is, is it giving you energy? Is it giving you passion? Are you excited about what you're doing? Have you had this conversation with what do you have three daughters? Yeah, two daughters, three daughters. Yeah. Three. Have you had this conversation with any or all of your daughters about the the, the premise about energy or uh, being in a place that they can give it their all? You may call, you may re refer to yeah. it in different ways. Yeah. What, do you mind do you mind telling me about that and telling our audience about what you've done there? Yeah, um, I think that. You know, I, I would say my beginning part is I get a lot of energy. You know, my number one is my family and 
And it starts with uh, my wife, Jane, and then my daughters, Elizabeth, Annie, and Mimi. And, um, you know, so one, just kind of the power of the family and how important it is. And then and then it, together, because we're a very close family, you know, we have, we have our little text group that we're texting every day, all the time. Um, but then individually, helping them really understand uh, where they are and how I can support them and try to kind of help them see that they're on a journey and how each opportunity that they're going through is is giving them an experience to learn from. And that even if it's like, if you've got a bad boss, you know, there are things you can learn from that, that will, you know, at the same time, how you can move on from that, but there's still opportunities to learn. And, yeah. and so I spend a, a lot of time as talking with the family, but then as much time talking with each about their dreams, their aspirations, trying to give them some context of that mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and help them with that. And good for you. I'm, I'm, thanks for sharing that. And I'm, I'm sure there are plenty of folks listening that, that have done the same, but I, I, I think that, um, you know, as we, as parents, one of our jobs is to try to help our, our, kids get in places where they can be their best selves and when they are it's good for everybody so that's that, yeah. I, I i assumed you'd had that conversation and, yeah and, and i'm not surprised that you did so as the ceo as you, as you recognize the importance of this component to somebody's work how do you know whether they are getting energy from their work what what are the signals that you pay attention to that that lets you know when when somebody's in that place or, or not in that place where they're getting the energy they, they should from their work? Um, I think I, I start from a slightly different position, and that would be I'm just trying to kind of assess and ask them and talk about their energy and how it is. And not necessarily starting with is your energy low because of the job, but just kind of, um, talking about how is your energy? And sometimes you can, I can tell like immediately like this, there's something, um, going on that has them in a lull of energy and not sure, you know, just to talk through it and understand, because there's lots of reasons, like, you, you know, you can't be high energy all the time. And so there is this, you know, there's this, flow. And what I try to recognize and talk about is where is your energy right now? And is there things that we can do to help it? Do you, do you literally use the word energy in talking about it? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's, I was just looking at my board as far as, you know, I, I've, I recognize it as just a, a critical part of your passion and your, because I think if you have the energy, um, you know, you can do anything. It's almost like if you're sleep deprived, it's hard to do anything. You know, when you're <laughs> rested, you can do a lot. And to me, you can, you can go through walls with energy, uh, and without energy, everything seems like, oh, such, uh, overwhelmingness to it. And so to me, yeah. what's critical for my, you know, the, the leaders in the company is they're reflecting to, 
lots of people. And if their energy is low, I don't care what they're saying. That is perceived. So, so again, there are, you said there are things you see. So is it, do I walk slower? Do I stay in my office? Or is it every person's unique? And there's just things that you over time recognize that those are the indicators for her or for him. Yeah, I would say mostly it's just trying to be aware and yeah. then and then actually talking about it. Like, how are you doing? You know, and and how are you doing is another way of asking, how's your energy? Because in some ways it becomes almost like a cliched thing. Like, OK, Rob's asking about my energy. So I'll forget that. OK, let's how, how are you doing? You know, what's going yeah. on? And really try to talk about any discussion that I have, any one-to-one I have, of which I have, you know, I have formal one-to-ones with um, folks. To, and, and those are times where we're just dedicated time to talk and to check in. And what I, what I have folks understand is like, that doesn't mean we can't talk in between one-to-ones or you need to save up stuff. It, it's just an opportunity where I'd be like, hey, Ed, how, how are things going? Let's just start there. Yeah. How are things going? What's what's going on? And there are times when there might just be a like where I know you're just, you know, there's something bothering you or you're down or something that I might pick up to say where I might push a little more about what's is there something going on that you don't because I also know in my role, most people don't tell me what they're really thinking. <laughs> You know, I mean, I realize <laughs> no, it's, it's hard to get an understanding of really what's going on in the organization, what's going on with people, because they want to, <laughs> you know, they want to just give you the best part yeah. of it. And yeah. so I got to kind of push on it. But it's well, it's just an element of to me how you start everything. And and again, then you're kind of seeing like, is there something if somebody is off, part of it might be. You know, it's the moment and mm-hmm. there are things mm-hmm. happening or like I've got this crisis at home with my child or something. Yeah. Here's the other thing. As parents, here's what I know. Um, you are as happy as your least happiest child. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I love my that. three daughters. It, it can be like I can tell you right now, it is all good. It is, they are all doing really well. Now, I know that could change in a moment, but but yep. <laughs> when one of them is struggling with something, I, I feel it, you know, and depending yep. on how big that is, it can affect me. And so I know there's lots of reasons that it can affect your energy, your passion, what's going on. So, you know, part of it's kind of, you know, sometimes you just got to let people work it out or whatever. But but times where I can be aware where there's like, there's something happening here that I want to help and what what's going on. And, and that's just talking about it. It's picking it up. It's and, and making people aware of it. Yeah. And I would, I would say it's almost like, it's not like I'm an expert at it or anything. It's almost like, you know, we help each other. You know, there are times when, let's say, you know, I work out a lot, I run, I bike or whatever. And let's say I'm getting some, you know, I'm I'm having some issues with cramping, you know, and then somebody might say, oh, have you been drinking a lot enough? And you're like, oh, I knew that. But you just kind of forgot about it. So a lot of the things 
I'm doing is not so much like, oh, I'm that smart about it. It's just kind of like recognizing and talking it through and seeing how you can help. And then maybe somebody's like, yeah, that's thanks for that. I, I should be drinking more water. A couple of thoughts occurred to me as we're having this conversation. One, the, the, the idea that for leaders of an organization like yourself, um, one of the reasons your home life is so important is because that's where your, your family will tell you the truth. Um, yeah. sometimes when you, sometimes when you don't want to hear it, but they, they're going to tell you the truth. And, and so that's, that's a wonderful place to, to know that you're getting transparency that you oftentimes never get at the, at the office. So that was one thing. The second thing it, it, it dawns on me that there are people that are listening right now who would say, should I expect somebody that's in a manual labor job to be getting energy from their work? And, you know, should, should, should I, should I be okay with the idea? Somebody just comes and gives me their minimum, you know, minimum amount of effort that they can, that's required to keep their job. Should I be okay with that? And I'm, I'm curious what your attitude is about that. Do you care what the individual hourly worker that works at Henny Penny, do you, do you feel a responsibility to try to help, help them get energy from their jobs? Yes. And I'll tell you, it's just kind of an ideal. And I feel like, you know, I feel very fortunate. Um, and, you know, I have, uh, I, I feel so lucky, so fortunate. And I, I have this incredible job and I have a lot of energy and, and I feel excited about what I'm doing. And I, I want, and I feel appreciated. I feel valued. I feel like I'm making a difference. And to me, it's like, well, shouldn't everybody feel that way? And that we uh, attempt and, it, and, and maybe there's some that are just like, I, I, I've got to work and I'm working three jobs and, you know, I don't get energy. I just got to do what I got to do. And I understand that, right. but to me, it doesn't stop us from saying like, Hey, uh, shouldn't everybody feel valued, appreciated, and respected? And if you come in, isn't there an opportunity to feel valued and to feel what you're doing is important? Because, you know, whether you're in production or maintenance or engineering or logistics, you are all part. And the, all of these things are really meaningful. And if we don't help people understand that, we're missing out on they should have pride of which most I'm looking at, maybe everybody won't, but we want to create an environment where you can see you, you one, everybody at any penny should feel valued and respected and appreciated. Yeah. And I think that's something um, that we should strive for. Now, does everybody feel that way? No, I'm sure not. You know, and to me, that's the difference of an ideal. Like we're, are, and are there, by the way, some people that they just don't fit in. Like we're not for everybody. <laughs> and right. if you're not, you know, if you don't feel valued or there is a misalignment, then I would say, hey, I'm, I'm happy for you to go where you can feel that. But Correct. it doesn't stop me from like, hey, if we only have 20% of our people that are in production that feel that way, I want to get to 40% and 60% yep. and whatever. I'm, I'm just using that as like, it's an ideal. And I believe everybody should have that opportunity to feel respected and valued, whatever their role is at our company.
Yeah. You're talking about what Pat Lencioni refers to as dignity. He says every every person deserves an opportunity or his goal is that every organization would be a place where people could have dignity when they do their work. And and I uh, to me that, that it is it's aspirational and not everybody is going to be able to achieve it. But our, we as uh, people who either own or operate businesses and lead organizations, I think part of our responsibility is to try to create those conditions where somebody can have dignity, can feel valued, respected and appreciated. And life's better for everybody when they do. Yeah. And, and to me, it's it's I think it's a core belief in that I think it's fundamentally right. But I would also. Yeah for folks that I would talk to that maybe they don't, aren't there, I'd be like, and it's a better way. Mm. (laughs) You know, it, Mm -hmm. it almost be like the, the, the way in which let's say sustainability started and, you know, Hey, taking care of the planet. And, you know, you might be, some folks would be like, "Ah, I don't know, but then you, so, Hey, and by the way, you can save money on energy and whatever. It's like, Oh, okay. So I'll get you either way. Like, Hey, it's the right thing to do to create dignity. And by the way, if you do, I think you will be a much more powerful organization if you do. So, uh, but I, I just start with, I think it's the right thing to do, but then I think it's also the better way to do it. Yep. I love that. I love that. I have one last question, actually two, but the, the one that's just in general terms do you think does purpose in your mind matter to the ability to try to help everybody have more energy at work? Do, do, do you think having an, an overriding cause or fight that you're asking people to, to be part of to join you in this fight or this cause? Do you feel like that really matters or is there is that not that important in terms of trying to create this environment where people can be energized? I think it's an important component, but I don't think it's by itself. So I think people, again, if we go back to the, you know, just like different people get energy for different reasons, like, and we go back to like the menu item, like some people like steak, some people like fish, some people like strawberry pie, some people like chocolate pie. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think overall, if you want to maximize the energy and impact, one, that there is a feeling of purpose and that you are behind the purpose and the mission and that two you are in a place of energy that that you get energy in your day to day so yeah. some people may be loving execution and so they need to have uh, the purpose, but then they also need to be in a place where they're executing because that's where they get their energy and value and appreciation. Yep. So I'd say, you know, to me, it's 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 an important part. It's almost like, you know, when people talk about, um, oh, is it strategy or culture, you know, and which one's most important? And I bring it down to it's almost like, well, I think it's like, uh, what would you say is most important? You need to breathe or eat or drink. And I'd be like, well, I think you need all three. You're not going to live very long. And so I think it's not a choice. I think if you really want to have a lot of energy, there is a meaning behind it and a purpose behind it. 
and that then you're doing things within that that um, combine to create this overall energy. And if one of them is out of whack, you're going to have less than a sustainable opportunity. Yep, I agree. And I love the for the audience's benefit that you just got a dose of Rob Conley. I love the idea of taking he's he's so masterful. Uh, you are so masterful at, at analogies and making things that seem complex, very understandable. And the difference between air, water and food is, is a pretty good example of that. So thank you. I, I'd like for you to if you if you had a chance to talk to any of uh, the folks listening as an individual. So what's the one thing you would say to them to take away from this conversation about the importance of energy and what people do and how well they perform? I would just say, own it, understand, be aware of your energy and or however you want to call it. Right. Passion. Um, just be aware of it. And when you're in an environment where your energy is your, your, you see a drain to your energy, get to a place where you're able to create energy because the reality is, again, you're going to have a flow. So your energy is always not going to be there. But when you are at a place where you are consistently draining your energy, just know you are in an unsustainable place. And when you're in that unsustainable place, here's what I would also have you recognize, whether you realize it or not, you are not very good to the people around you. You know, whether it be your family or your organization, yep. and you will, you will start thinking, because we are very good at self-deception, you will start thinking it's all of them. It's, <laughs> it's everybody but you. And if they'd only understand. So recognize the power of energy and where you are with it, where you get it. Understand the flow. Don't get upset about when you're you're going to have lows and highs. But but when you are consistently doing it, be aware of it and get yourself to where you can be sustainable, because if not, you can't blame it on the the company didn't give me enough energy or the family didn't give me enough energy or anybody else. So I would just own it. It's, yeah. it's important and it's yours and you need to find it. And if you're in a place where it's not, I'm not trying to say it's as easy as like, you can just change tomorrow. Like I've got this job and I got a paycheck and I got to bring home the money and whatever. I would just say when you see it, put together a plan and change it as quickly as you can, or you will regret it. He's Rob Conley, CEO of Henny Penny. I consider him a friend and, a, and more than anything else, somebody who helps me be my better self by helping me think about things I otherwise would not. So Rob, thank you for enlightening our audience and myself once again with your insights here on the Epley Experience. Really appreciate it. Um, if, if people want to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to contact you? Probably uh, email. I, uh, there's a lot of different ways, but I would say email. And that's uh, my email is rconley at hennypenny.com. And uh, that's probably the easiest way. And I'm, I'm happy to engage with people and do a lot in the community with that. So I, I would welcome any. I love talking about this stuff. I love, that's why I love talking to you, Ed, and just thinking about these things in a different way. So I, I am uh, open to 
any and all opportunities to talk about these things. You're, you're so generous with your time and your, your wisdom, and, and please know it doesn't go unappreciated. So thank you, and we'll look forward to having you back on another topic soon. Thanks, Rob. Great. Thanks, Ed. Thank you for listening to the Ed Epley Experience. For more information on building a more sustainable, smarter, and healthier business, visit www.theepleygroup.com for resources, tips, and Ed's latest blogs. That's theepleygroup.com. Plus, take a free assessment at theepleygroup.com slash assessment to find out how you measure up as a highly skilled and accomplished manager and where to focus on improving your skills.